before we get into today's show, we just got a shout out an up and rising podcast coming out of Nigeria, Ikorodo News Network. They're covering all the social issues coming out of Nigeria. And now for the show. Thank you, Kemi. <laughs> All right, ladies and gents, the voice that you are hearing on the other side of, of the internet, as we would say, is Mr. Adam Cornell, a good friend of mine from <laughs> UE. Um, and if you don't know the name of the show and the name is in the title, then we have a problem. So welcome back to the show, ladies and gents. This is another lovely Friday. Um, Adam Welcome to the show. Thanks for giving us some of your t- <laughs> yes. Thank you for giving us some of your time. Um, so I just want to introduce, and obviously, people, the artist this week is Adam Cornell. I've heard him sing from back in school. He's lit. I mean, as the best way I could, as the best way I could explain it. So, Adam, give us a brief backstory on yourself and what you're doing now. Well, what I'm doing now is I'm a singer songwriter. Um, artist, performer. So nice. I'm in between like gigs with wedding gigs and stuff. I'm mm. big with the wedding scene in in Boston, Massachusetts. Um, we have weddings all. It's seasonal, right? So it's usually mm-hmm. from like May to September, and we go to the island of Martha's Vineyard, which is like nice. the place where like President Obama. You have you have a Livingston Taylor, um, James Taylor. They have all have houses there, like the famous people and it's all like these huge gigantic weddings so that's what i do for a living right now um to support nice. myself while i'm i'm like getting myself out there in the songwriting world you know and nice, nice getting nice. to the songwriting world is like mm-hmm. uh, that was because of berkeley berkeley really introduced me mm. to the songwriting world and what year did you start in berkeley because i, I started like, in people knew, people know you from ue so let's, yeah, yeah, let's, yeah. let's just make that clear he started yeah. in UWE, <laughs> and then he got this a lovely opportunity to go to Berkeley. You know, yeah, right? I actually auditioned for Berkeley when I was in UE. Nice. <laughs> I dropped so, out of UE and right, then right, right. went to Berkeley. Right, you know? right, 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 right. Nice, nice. Yeah. Would you classify yourself or classify your style of music as local music? And ladies and gents, don't worry, I'm gonna drop some of Adam's stuff, mostly covers. He, he did send us some original music to play, so um, <laughs> pre-selected, of course, because you know he has to keep the good stuff for later so mm-hmm. would you classify yourself as local music what do you mean by local music because right. you could either mean like you know um it sounds like like soca like local yeah, titles, right. you know or um, you could mean like i'm from trinidad so i'm a local musician you know that's actually a very fair question um and i think it would swing both ways it would depend on what you would want to classify yourself as mm-hmm. um in this scenario you have traveled abroad but you are technically local in terms Correct. of yes. your heritage your, your parents and them yep. from here exactly so um what i mean is it, it would you say that your style fit is it more pop in terms of the american pop culture or is it local in terms of trinidad pop because there's that kind of a crossbreed of um the true internet slang and right songs. so yeah. i would definitely see I'm, I'm that hybrid you know that crossroads yeah yeah exactly because i've i've learned to throw in the trinidad slang some Lovely. beat some um instruments like I, I put steel pan in, in some of my stuff um oh, nice. because i think it sounds really dope 
um, mm. and it make it separates me from other artists. Because if you look at American artists, the things that make them different is almost next to nothing. Yeah. Um, yeah so yeah. we have this special stuff that comes with us being Trini. Trini. You know? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, and also Caribbean because we're a blending, we're a melting pot of stuff. Exactly. And it's exactly. not just a, a, a Kalaloo bush. I'm talking pepper. <laughs> we have the the the. I mean the sauces they could put seasoning and the seasoning come in with different things you know so <laughs> yeah. um, that's a perfect segue into the first song um, and it's a cover it's a beautiful day I don't know why you think that you could hold me when you couldn't get by by yourself and I don't know who would ever want to tear the seam of someone's dream? Baby, it's fine. You said that we should just be friends. Well, I came up with a line, and I'm sure that it's for the best. If you ever change your mind, don't hold your breath. Cause you may not believe that, baby, I'm I'm smiling If we're drinking Then I'm buying And I know There's no denying It's a beautiful day The sun is up The music's playing And even if it started raining You won't hear this boy complaining Cause I'm glad that you're the one Who got away It's a beautiful Turn to fly, so girls get in line Cause I'm easy, no playing this guy like a fool Now I'm alright, might have had me case before But not tonight, cause you may not believe That baby, I'm relieved This fire inside it It's a beautiful day and I can't stop myself from smiling If I'm drinking then I'm buying And I know there's no denying And it's a beautiful day, the sun is up and the music's playing And even if it started raining You won't hear this boy complaining Cause I'm glad that you're think I'll take up my time with thinking of a breakup then you've got another thing coming your way cause it's a beautiful day That was It's a Beautiful Day. 
that's a that's a cover, correct? Yep, that's a cover. Yes, it's a that, sound alike. A so yes. we all got together and we decided to try to make almost an exact replica of it's of a beautiful the original. day. Nice, yeah, nice, the original. nice. Yeah. So everything so, there's no media or nothing. Just mm, complete live instruments. Nice. Beautiful. Yeah. All right. So um we were just talking on the break which um brought about I mean and I guess maybe it was just instinct. Um we were talking about that Caribbean flavor. So now I want to kind of turn the question around. What has been your experience abroad? What has what has it been like um, releasing music? Has it been easier, harder, um, and all this considering your experience in Berkeley? Um, I definitely say it's a lot easier because mm. um, in the Caribbean or Trinidad, everything is based around the Caribbean genres. Mm-hmm. Uh, so nobody. I wouldn't say nobody listens to pop, but nobody listens to local. <laughs> yeah, everybody everybody listens to the Caribbean Caribbean music. You know, it's not like right. Americanized music. They're not mm-hmm. specified to that. You know, you're not gonna find a lot of artists out there getting mm-hmm. paid a lot of money for doing pop. You know, right, right. So, right. so I would definitely say it's a lot easier. Um, I see all my friends getting a lot of views and everything, and I've written a lot of songs with other mm. people for other artists um, right. who are almost nobodies and they get so much views because this is this is their this is the genre that's here right you know? fair fair so fair. um that's why I would, I would definitely say it's, it's easier mm. and 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 that segues perfectly into my next question which is did you have access to like a local diaspora outside because i know that there are people out there who just kind of enjoy the look the back at home music now yeah, yeah with a little mixing flavor of of, of the American pop and the American rock and right. Rock. So yeah. actually, in Berkeley, there's a huge population for that. We used to have nice. um, a lot of. I've, I've done a lot of uh, performances with Trinidadian music um, and just Caribbean music in general, and a lot of mm-hmm. people come to it. They enjoy. Right. They don't know the music, but they get to know the music right very right. well. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I had a bunch of uh, my whole friend groups American. All of them didn't even leave the Caribbean until I didn't leave the didn't leave America until I brought them to Trinidad. Right, um, right. To play around a little bit, they were my friends. We just threw together a kind of band and we did stuff, you know. Um, but mm. before that, they never left or anything like that. However, they knew the words to almost <laughs> wow. all the the Caribbean songs that I knew. Wow! <laughs> because I introduced them to it, and I would perform it, and everybody would come flock into it. They would dance, it would this, that. Right, you know? right. It right. was amazing. So yeah. Would, so would you then say? So so just to kind of tickle your brain a little bit. Yeah. Would you say then that there's more of a of a, an appreciation for music for low for what we would consider local out yeah. there rather than here? Um, I wouldn't say that just because mm-hmm. I would say Caribbean people are really appreciative of their music. Right. You know, everybody everybody loves it. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. When you look mm-hmm. at it and you see Marshall Mantano's fans and Kess's fans and, and right. all these people. If you see how much people tune up, that's for that's, them. Yeah, yeah, for them. And for but what the, about our type the, of music. Okay, and okay, then 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 let me push your buttons a little bit. What about <laughs> like let's see we have um let's step below the Marshall and the Kess. Yeah, yeah. Like the the Shannon Francois uh-huh. and the Desi and all of them. The people who and the Marcus Hardy and, and yeah. the young Rod, you know, they don't have much of a following as Marshall and the They don't. And and Indeed. I mean why would you say that is? How how what what would you suggest 
is the problem there or, or how we how we could fix that because i just i kind of feel like you know as much as yeah there's an appreciation for the marshals on the you know the, yeah. the, you know what 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 do you think well i would <laughs> there's there's two answers to that question i think mm-hmm. um one of them is that it's Marsha Montano and Kess and everybody puts them so high up on a pedestal. They, right. don't, they don't even compare them to, to other artists much right. at all. Fair, you know, fair. the only comparison that ever came close to Marshall through the eyes of the people was Super Blue. Agreed. You know, then it was a big Agreed. thing and okay, Agreed. Super Blue versus Marshall. Who's yeah, gonna right. win? And Super Blue pre- preceded Marshall a long time, you know. So. Right, exactly. Mm-hmm. Right. So um <laughs> there's that there's that Every they hold Marshall and Kess on this pedestal pedestal mm-hmm. you know and, and so nobody's gonna go flock in everybody else's concerts because they wanna go to these concerts because they know these are good and nobody's right. there's, there's nothing to really prove that these other guys are better because number one Marshall has better songwriters mm. um, he has better producers because guess what he has more money right than these so guys you mean it, it's kind of more of just a, a an automatically status kind of thing yes Marshall is considered also, better because he has this is that what you're saying right but also there is the fact that most of them actually aren't as good as Marshall and Kess in terms of performing mm-hmm. Um, some some of them are definitely better in vocals, but I know a right. lot of them who just aren't as good. Not because of the fact that they aren't as good, as good but they don't mm-hmm. have the choreographers that that Kess would have and Marshall would have. So you mean kind of like to, to be able to put on an actual show? Yeah, to like put a on like show. a real, like a show, like Ooh, a like, right, downright, right. like, you know. Like if you were to throw them in a Sokamana, that's not happening. That That's not happening. It's okay. just not. They okay. don't have those, those people. I mean, I guess that's a fair point of view because I could understand now um, because we've been asking this question for a long time mm-hmm. you know why is it that because there, there are people out there that think that there are artists who are genuinely better than Marshall and, yeah. and that's that's a fair opinion to have yeah I agree but when you, that, but yeah. you know when you come back to it now you're, you're looking at it and Marshall really does just have he has the finances to cover those those backup dancers mm-hmm. he has the finances to cover the songwriters he has the finances to cover the producers he basically yeah. has everything going for him yeah you understand mm-hmm. so oh. that being said i want to drop in uh the second track mm-hmm. from you uh which is a cover actually i think it's jealous yeah Of all 
Ladies and gents, so that was Jealous um, by, as well as it was a cover, um, covered by obviously Mr. Adam Cornell. So Adam, this, these are, this is the last segment of this podcast. Sweet. Yep. And I have, I have two questions. Well, two two-part questions. So we're not mm-hmm. going to get away from answering these questions. So I'm good. I'm good. I don't need to get away. <laughs> <laughs> so two two-part questions, and then we're going to drop in your last song, which is the original. I saved the good stuff for last. Vibes. Right? So how would you describe your style of songwriting, and what would you say is your process? Well, first of all, I write basically anything that I can get my hands on, any type of genre, but the, nice. the ones that I like the most are pop ballads, funk, um, R&B, mm-hmm. uh, anything, anything fast, basically. Right. Um, I really enjoy like Michael Jackson, Bruno Mars, Elvis Presley, nice, um, nice. all that kind of, that kind of fast pace, you know, stuff, Maroon 5 kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, that's kind of the style I write in now um, for, I would say other people, for myself, I've created um, a kind of uh, a different kind of style, definitely, okay. um, when it comes to fast-paced music. Nice, but nice. Um, I, for myself, I usually write fast-paced music um, and ballads usually. Nice. So that's what I plan to like release in the future. You the know future, what I mean? right? And speaking yeah. of future releases, <laughs> when can we expect some of your stuff to drop? Because you sent me some samples, and we can't share yeah. those, of course. Um, <laughs> Because we have to respect Adam's um, copyright, so we we want him to release his stuff first, and then we could always share it and link it in the in the podcast somewhere about. But what we, when can we expect you to do um, drop some tracks or EP or album where it is you know? Right. And, so I'm actually mm-hmm. working on an EP right now. Oh. Um, I've been working on an EP for the last month. Nice. With a, with a bunch of different producers, songwriters, but um, my, I'm gonna drop a single before that, which I'm hoping to either drop 
um, in by the. I think I'm probably gonna do it at the end of uh, actually in the beginning of November. Okay, that's um, like right there. Nice. The nice, nice, yeah. nice, 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 nice. So that's my plan. Now, the nice, single, then nice. an EP. Oh, nice. Okay. All right, ladies and gents. So, I mean, that was Adam. Um, Adam, could you just name, give us the name of the original song that we're about to add to the playlist so the people can hear you? So, this next song is called um, You Broke Me. And I wrote it about a year ago. Oh, do enjoy, guys. <laughs> you push me around, round and round. your way keep showing me signs that you weren't just mine you broke me down now I'm not around you broke me every day I see you right there everywhere ladies and gents so that was this week's podcast i hope you all enjoyed the show um please continue to you know help us share like comment subscribe feedback however you want to do it um we want to shout out to our sponsors jan berry and mr roger batiste um they've helped us and they've helped helping this podcast grow even more we do have a patreon page please check that out we also um are contactable <laughs> via for the most part podcast at gmail.com so drop a email drop a comment drop a, a you know a, a, a message on our facebook page on our instagram and we will respond thank you guys thank you adam again for your time 
and do enjoy your evening.